that's why. And I think, no, I think sometimes that comes in, they meet reality. They think, oh, it's going to be like this. Like it's going to be love, shower up, kid. Everything's going to go smoothly for me. My man is just going to get money for me. He's going to do all these extra, all these things for me. It's going to look good for the family. I'm going to look great. And then they get into it. And then you can get those things, but not knowing that things are going to be demanded of you. You're going to have to work. Like you're going to get told that you need to elevate. You're going to get told that you need to make these adjustments and changes for your man. Oh, hey, what's up, everybody? Oh, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Buffet Podcast with your favorite hosts, Brandon and Sierra. <laughs> it is 2024. Yeah. I hope y'all had a very good holiday. Had, you know, her Christmas, uh, Happy Hanukkah, uh, Happy Kwanzaa. One of us ain't black. And any other ones that you may you may follow or not follow, but that, definitely Happy New Year. Um, you know, there's black women. That's all of those things we just said. They are. That's very true. But you got to keep your third eye open, my brother. Kwanzaa was created by the black man for the black man. So it's, it's the FUBU of celebration. <laughs> yeah. Yes. FUBU of Superior. <laughs> so yeah, man, we, we've, you know, we were finally back in the new year. You know, we took a little break. Felt great. <laughs> ours. So uh, yeah, we had, you know, we was chilling, you know, having a good time. Big I, chilling. Yeah, I hope y'all enjoyed y'all's times too with the people that you care to be around. All right, man, how you, how you feeling? We getting, getting into it. I say this. I feel like there's a lot of shit that happened. There are a lot of things that happened, mm-hmm. um, but pop culture things that we wouldn't typically talk about anyway. So, I mean, I mean, I guess the only thing that pop culture thing that maybe we would have talked about was mm-hmm. the Simone Biles. That's the only thing that comes to mind for me. Oh yeah, on a on a relationship. Tip. Tip. Yeah, was there is, anything else? That? A, no, I mean, there's plenty of things that happen in, in like social media. It's, just, it's just happening most likely like. Especially the stuff with Cat Williams that just blowing the oh, world. Yeah. But none of that has anything to do with like relationships except he talked. He's oh yeah. Oh, he, he talked about the toxic women thing. The toxic women, and he was talking about uh, what's your, what's your boy with who uh was guilty but not guilty with with the white girl with she, oh Jonathan Majors. What he Major. say about that? Oh, he was just like that's how you know. Oh, that's how they do. He was yeah, like, yeah, exactly. they can build you up, but yeah. they can also take you down. Yeah, that's a part, part of the, the deal. Package, part yeah. of the package. Get a. <laughs> I ain't gonna repeat it with y'all said y'all saw it. But I do think that toxic women thing was interesting. Mm-hmm. And the this is not a direct quote, but he was saying that I'm interested in or attracted to toxic women. Oh yeah, they're fun. Yeah, they're fun. But I also recognize that there is something to feed that toxicity, mm-hmm. right? That like, yes, typically when we think of someone who has toxic traits or behaviors. Those traits or behaviors are tied to either something in their upbringing or it's a learned behavior associated with them being able to get the results that they want, right? Like it's work for them. And so you as a partner in a relationship with someone who's toxic, when you, whatever it is that that person needs to feel like, okay, this behavior is appropriate. This behavior is going to be rewarded or there aren't any consequences for this behavior. You are feeding the toxicity and inviting more of it into your life essentially. Mm -hmm. And he said that like, yeah, I recognize that. So when I'm done or like when I stop feeding it, that's when stuff all hell breaks loose basically because I'm no longer. The best way to get rid, you can't leave. It's hard to leave a toxic person because what a toxicity. So the best way is to get them to leave, and the best way to get them to leave is to cut off the feed to whatever yeah. is you know whatever is is fueling them. 
what yeah, whatever that mean, whatever that may be, whether that be you know emotional immaturity, they just you know start pouting and start or start uh you know acting out and getting mm-hmm. all like like they like they throwing a temper tantrum and then you acquiesce because you just wanted to be quiet or you wanted to bring peace back. Now they know that this behavior begets yeah. whatever they were looking for. So the best way to cut that out is not give them the reaction or the thing, whatever it is that they are looking for. And if you're smart, like like Kat said, you would be able to figure it out. Uh, maybe not right away, but definitely you, if you pay attention to the patterns, you'll be able to see what it is. And he was like, yeah, I'll be able to play with them. Boom, boom. And once I get tired of them, boom, they, they swiftly disappear from your presence. Mm-hmm. So is, does that mean that his toxic trait is liking toxic people? Probably. Yeah. Probably. That I mean, there is a little bit of hearing what you said about like when I'm done with them, I mm-hmm. get them to leave or I, I manipulate the situation to get them to leave. That to me sounds like maybe some power dynamics are a part of what he enjoys in a relationship of like, I know you, I know what you need and how you move, but you don't know, like, you don't know me. You don't have that same type of power and control over me. You only get from me what I'm willing to give you. Do you hear what I'm saying? Like, yeah. kind of maintaining yeah, I, some I distance. That. So it's like, oh, I see you, you're trying to run game on me. Okay, I'll play this game too. Mm-hmm. You don't know I can also play because you're playing, then I'm just going to, I'm just going to, you think you're playing me, but really I'm playing you. Mm-hmm. If you wasn't trying to play me, I wouldn't be trying to play I you. I don't know if that's a part of it though. If you like toxic people, mm-hmm. you want to play. I don't think it's mm-hmm. like, if, okay, if you weren't that. playing me, then I would, I would be an upstanding partner and we mm. wouldn't have any issues besides what, you know, naturally occurs is two people are trying to join their lives together. Mm-hmm. If I'm intentionally interested in toxic people, a part of what I am looking for is that dynamic and figuring that dynamic out, enjoying it for as long as I want to enjoy it and feeling like I can walk away scot-free. So to me, it sounds like when we think about attachment style, it sounds like he would be the avoidant partner right like he would be the person who's like i'm there but i'm not really there like you have access to me but you don't have full access to me mm-hmm. and when i'm done i can walk away clean okay i hear what, I, I i hear that and i can understand that but i don't think that it's necessarily true of who he is so i think i think well at least the story i'm telling myself from what he said is that when you enter when you interact with with a a person, or, or mm-hmm. I guess in this case, when you're interacting with with women, you don't know if they're crazy or not until like you get to like you get to know them. So you you out here you out here mingling, you out here doing doing your thing. You see a pretty pretty woman, you talk to them, and then you know as you can as you continue to deal with them, it comes apparent they're like, okay, she's trying to get. It's like again, let me go for this case to say, oh, she's trying to get money out of me. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Now immediately you are relegated to. Like side, I, I'm just gonna see what you know. What, you trying to see what you can get out of me? All right, let me see. Let me just dangle it in front of you. See what I can get. I, I have no intention of, of making it serious, and I believe that you're not trying to make anything serious because as long if I don't give you any money, you're not gonna be. You're not gonna try to give me any attention. So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, gonna feed it, have my fun. You're getting what you want out of it. I'm getting what I want out of it, but it's on, on my terms, even though you think it's on your terms. And then once that situation is no longer tenable or what have you, I'm going to cut off the money and then you're going to disappear from my life. Mm. But if I, you know, if I'm in meeting with you and, that, and it's the same pretty woman, we're dealing with each other and she cool people, you know, we happy and da, 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 we, we go about that process. Now, if something happens and we, it doesn't work out, that's just, that's just what it is. But it's not like, oh, I'm going to. I'm going to dangle something that I know that you're that that you're seeking from me 
not not because of me. Am I making sense? Like, yeah, I, no, it, I get what you're saying. I think what I'm hearing you say is that who he is to a toxic woman isn't who he is to everybody. Right. And the reason that he is that way with a toxic woman is because he's already been able to clock what the situation mm-hmm. is. That's fair. Like, I peep, I, I peep, I peep game coming my way. I like, I can like, you know, go to the side, but it's like, <laughs> okay, I'll play. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's mm-hmm. fair. I get that. I still think that that has an impact on you oh, and yeah. your perception of love and relationship. Absolutely. And so, while that may not be who you are, even who you would intend to be with every woman that you encounter, having to operate in that space, I do think. I don't know. I don't think that it's a monkey suit that you put on and take off. There's always going to be a little uh, mm-hmm. smidgen Residual. of yeah. yeah, yeah. You you definitely will be uh, become jaded a little bit because mm-hmm. like if that's if you deal with that enough times, you start to see like yo, a lot of the I'm say a lot of women or a lot of people what have you whoever if you if you're a man dealing with with women or you're a woman dealing with men, there's a lot of dudes out here. There's a lot of women out here who really ain't about nothing. They really are money grubbing. So. I can understand that, like, if you, it, I can understand if you see that and you deal with that, when, even when you're dealing with people who aren't that, in the back of your mind, it's like, is she? You know, it's like, mm-hmm. is she? You're kind of looking on the lookout for it. Not to say you shouldn't be on the lookout for it, but it's more like, it's more present. Usually, you'd be in, like, in the back of your mind, they got a triple couple, you know, a couple traps for you. You'd be like, oh, this might be something. This might be something I need to do not be in versus I'm already coming in the game looking at you, kind of like, you probably may be. Possibly, possibly do that. So I can understand that there can be some jadedness to it. Um, so yeah, I, I'll give you that. Not to say that everybody who do it is jaded or what have you, but it's impossible for it not to inform how you view interactions with the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that that's fair. I think that it mm-hmm. it would inform anyone's decisions. I have one more point that I wanted to say along. Oh, and the common denominator in this situation is still you. Mm, that's true. You know, in, in any other situation where people are like, all of my exes are trash, mm-hmm. you still got with all of them, sweetie. What was going on? Like, what what happened on your end in which you either reciprocated interest in this person, attracted this person, mm-hmm. you know, continued down the path with this person that... In what way are you responsible, basically? Right? Like, you're not 100% scot-free. So, mm-hmm. in what way were you responsible? Uh, how yeah, how will you take ownership of your your part in that coupling, mm-hmm. even if it was just to say yes to it? Yeah. And to, to entertain it in the first place. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that this is blame. This is more from a place of you use that information to help you grow to be able to make better decisions the next time. But if you never reflect, you never, like, sit down and look at the math of one plus one kept equaling two, and I was one of the ones. Mm-hmm. You was one of them, you know. Nah, you, you fuck, no, you messed up. And you just got to You took an L. Take that L and improve upon it. Nah, the we, L we, was my lesson. We, yeah, yeah. I learned. Well, however, you however you want you want to make the L stand for. It's an L. Take it. You ain't gotta like it, but you you gotta take it, pick it apart, put it together, and figure out how you don't get that L. Next time, or take a smaller L, and then a smaller L, and, and until you get the W. It's not an L, y'all. I don't agree with Brandon. All right, okay. It's a lesson. You <laughs> learn something. It's, it's, it's only an L if you don't learn something. Your L's rack up when you don't take the time to reflect and figure out what's going on. When it, no, not 
figuring out what's going on is only half the battle, Yojo. That's true. So, Yojo? Yeah, yeah. And knowing it's and you knowing it's half the battle, yo. It's a, they used to do that at the end of uh G.I. Joe yeah. like cartoon episodes. But um yeah, so like knowing and and recognizing it is, is one thing, but action of actions yeah, is, is better. Like change behavior is even better. So it's like, yeah, you know that X, Y, and Z is is uh making it easier for you to fall into these traps, so mm-hmm. to speak. Why aren't you going around the traps? Why aren't you like doing something to not fall into the trap? If you're not doing that part, then you know, it doesn't necessarily matter how often you recognize it. I mean, recognizing it is good. It's better than not even recognizing it. But if you recognize it, but you're still not doing anything different, you're still not. It's a lowercase you're, L. You're not doing anything. So it's you're still making the mistake. You're still taking the L. Lowercase. You just know you're taking the L, which is. I might I be worse. Know. It, it might, might be worse. worse if you know you're taking an L and you're not doing nothing about it's it. It's bold and it's lowercase. <sighs> nah, it's a little, it's a little bit redder. That that mark on the paper is it look a look. The mark on the mark when you know you bomb a test. I don't know. Like you know you bombing it. Why are you taking it? It hit harder because you like damn. Nothing like the versus like oh I think I I maybe maybe the impact is harder when you get the, the when you take the L if you don't know it's coming. But I feel like. The feeling, because you you get that feeling in your stomach. You you, you like, oh, this is gonna happen once I get the test back. I'm on borrowed time. If you know, if you know, if you on something, I got to tell tell my parents or whatever. I got this back. Mm. So you like, oh my god, all the way through it, the rest of the day, the rest of the week until you get a test back. You just, oh, I'm sick. Cause I know what's gonna happen behind this. Versus when you think you when you think you did decently to to well, you out here, you happy, you having a good time. But it's only when you when you see it afterwards. That's when you get hit. But mm. I feel it, it might hurt more. But it's you know, you get over that fact. I think you, you know, it's less time that you feel like that bad. Mm-hmm. It's like I was up real high and I dropped real low because I didn't. You know, I got this mm-hmm. shocking news that I like failed. Damn. Versus, like I knew I failed, mm-hmm. so I was low in the moment <laughs> and I was just waiting for the other shoe to like, drop. Oh my god! Fair. All right, mm-hmm. let's get into this. A mood up. Oh, I forgot. We and I, ooh, main topic. Amuse bouche. Main topic. Okay. <laughs> that was our amuse bouche. Shout yeah. out to Cat Williams. I don't know if I want to shout him out, but I said it already. It's too late. He's a goat. He's a goat. He's been a goat. Been we don't have Cat no issues, we but it was it was it was a lot of tea spilled. He, I, he came in hot. I he didn't know he was gonna hot. come in hot. He came, no one knew he even uh Shannon Shannon Sharp Sharp said it. He said, I didn't know. He's like I didn't even get it. He's he's he went in 30 minutes before I even asked him my first question. I was like, Yeah, I, I noticed that as well. He came in ready to kill everybody. Like I came I came through with the I with the nuclear option re- like I already mm-hmm. he hit him with the uh the dude from um damn it was this, it was this superhero uh type movie that came out, Watchmen. Mm-hmm. They did a movie. And the the main uh, evil character, like they tried to, they, the good guys tried to get the girl at the end and try to fight him and try to stop him. And after he gave his monologue, he's like, "No, we ain't gonna never let you get away with it." He's like, "Bro, you think I'm gonna tell you my plan? If there was any feasible way that you can stop it, I set it off 30 minutes before this conversation started." I, so I feel like that's dang. Yeah, he, he came in. The bomb already went off before the camera even turned on. Yikes! I'm not fueled by alcohol. Yeah, I didn't have less than you did. Yeah. Mm, well, yeah, but it was interesting. It was interesting. Uh, video. I hope y'all. Uh, I, I'm sure y'all watched it, and not even I hope. <laughs> yeah, see, the whole the internet is talking about it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. you could also turn down the internet noise and miss out on things, and that's okay. I feel mm. like it's okay. Sometimes we need to unplug. <sighs> Dude, the life comes at you fast sometimes, y'all, and it feels like it comes gets faster as you get older. And 
I think it's true. It's not feel. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. January about to be over already. That's this. You know, remember that. All right. So you ready to get into it? <laughs> Mister. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. Come on. Let's get Got a pretty significant race. Relationship ever. Relationship ever is just a man constantly having to improve for his life. Shortly after my husband and I got married, he changed jobs and got a pretty significant race. Six months later, he did it again. And a year after that, he did it again. In less than two years, he was making 50% more than he was making when we first got married. You may think this is just anecdotal evidence, but this is actually called the marital wage premium. Controlling for age, education, experience, etc. Married men make 10 to 40% more than their unmarried male peers. You might say that the only reason why they got married is because they were already high wage earners. But in these studies, that's not necessarily the case. These men got those wage increases after marriage. Hence why it's called the marital wage premium. So why might that happen? I, as someone who works on my own growth, have pushed my husband to also work on his. His improvement of himself has made him a more attractive employee. When he struggled figuring out how to ask his boss for a raise, we formulated a response together because I see his worth and value and I was going to help him express that to someone else. That's what a supportive and loving partner can do for you. But if you're not ready to make 10 to 40% more than what you're currently making, then don't change and stay single. That was a little, little shade thrown at the end, right there. <laughs> then, a, all right, don't stay single if you, stay if, you, single. if you if you if you want to be broke, stay yeah. single. That's pretty much what I heard her say. Brokies. Brokies. When I see when I, when people tell me they're single, I just think <laughs> you're so poor. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. But being a dink, dual income, no kids. It's that dual income. She didn't make that, that, that first up, by part. The way. I didn't make it up. It's on the internet. That dual income, that first part, that really sets it off. That that dual income, no kids. It's the dual income, the the first, the first part, part set, is, sets it off. Yeah, do. If it was, if we were sink, single income, no. Kids, it says it's in a word. Yeah. Going down the drain, sink. all your money just sink. That is a much tougher place to be for sure. But yeah, but that dual income. Uh, you got breathing room. It's like, like getting, that breath that you just Yeah, said. it's like we, getting we an infinity breathe. stone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, what what are, what's your thoughts on it? Now that, so I sent this originally, mm-hmm. um, but now yeah. that I'm listening to it, to the second. Uh-oh. She had me at first, but now she I'm did? like, I don't agree with that. Well, no, I just am curious about what the impact is on women because mm. I... As a woman, I'm also interested in my own growth and do feel like I encourage you to pursue your own growth opportunities and like, you got a dream? We're going to make that dream happen. This is how we're going to do it. This is the plan for how we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm checking back in on the plan. I'm talking about where we at, how we progressing towards this goal. And mm-hmm. hey, you helped me uh, jump off of my, pro- my private practice at least at least a year uh, before I had any intentions of doing it, before I even planned it. Probably more than that because I'll be dragging my feet. I was making... Good, pretty good money working at the job that I fucking hated before. I probably would have figured out a way to make that keep working for longer. But he was like, nah. You ain't got to suffer, baby. We're going to get you out of this. But and this I, is how we'll do it. Mm-hmm. If, but if only the same, you know, the same could be true. If I can do the same for you. Well, and that's what it made me think of like, I wonder what the impact of being married has on women mm-hmm. because when we see other statistics in terms of like age, I think like life satisfaction stuff oh, and, yeah. oh, and my the God. health one, all of the 
unmarried women are performing better than the married women. Now, this is me trying to remember things. Mm -hmm. It could be incorrect, so I appreciate you Mm -hmm. fact-checking me right now. But I do remember one thing that we read, at least on the health side of things, that like married men also see a health benefit, right? Because you have someone who is like, go to the doctors, do this, take care of yourself, X, Y, Z. And that benefit didn't necessarily exist for married women. And so I'm just curious what the inverse is. But that's not where I want to spend our entire conversation. It's just the first thing that came to me as I'm watching it again. Mm-hmm. My initial very first reaction to watching this was like, yeah, see, I'm about to upgrade you, boo. Your whole life and to get better. But fucking the, with death row. <laughs> come on over here if you're tired of motherfuckers dancing all in the, the videos. videos. You know what I'm saying? They're like looking at you to do everything and not trying to get nothing back to you. You go to the you go to the to the date. You're not sure if she's going to the bathroom or she dipping out on you. You don't if she gonna go shoot. You tired of all that, come over to Death Row Records. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's funny. But but I think but I think but it's some also some truth to it. I think mm-hmm. she and she alluded to it at the end. She was like, yo, if you have someone who really loves and supports you, they're going to elevate you. Like, yeah. they, they, in some way, your life is enriched. I mean, if it's, if it's not, what would, what would be... That kind of takes, like, one of the major benefits of being in a good relationship. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, you know, four eyes better than two. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Two minds better than one. Mm-hmm. I think the only time that it doesn't work or to your point of like, if they're not doing that is when your, your vision for your mm-hmm. life and their vision for their life is at odds. Like mm-hmm. if y'all are not trying to go in the same direction, then someone trying to go left and the other person trying to go right creates tension and you can't elevate. We say stuck mm-hmm. because we're in a tug of war where you're trying to go this way and I'm trying to go that way. It might turn into a competition. Yeah. So it's more about like, if we can get on the same page, trying to go the same direction, we will get there so much faster. If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Is that the same? Something, something close to that. Something close to that. So, like, turn your click up. Find you a bay, <laughs> And y'all can yeah. conquer the world. I, don't, I feel like there's not too much. Um, I'm still on looking that. for statistics. statistics of it. I'm, I'm not finding anything immediately. I'm just seeing, a, seeing this a general, uh, you know, social, social support and protection against social isolation and for married just, people. Yeah. There's married people, you know, like being less depressed, less anxious, less, uh, psychologically distressed and single divorced or widowed Americans. Mm-hmm. I mean, that makes like total sense when you think mm-hmm. about it. I mean, if you're in, if you're in a healthy relationship, yeah. Um, yeah. Companionship and support seems to be everything they're talking about. But I would be interested to know like what specific things are improved uh, for women. But I th- also think in here in, in thinking more about why there seems to be kind of a disparity in information being available for the benefits in regards to men and women. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking. I think I'm thinking that this is coming out because. They're trying to convince men of the benefits of being married. Huh. So we're doing these studies. So it's like, so I'm thinking they they study marriages are suffering. Marriages aren't working as they used to be. What what's the reason? Men have control over marriage. Let's speak to them about why it might be to your benefit to mm. be married. Hence all of these studies and stuff like that. I don't. I would be interested in, and I think most. Well, I think most women want to be married. Yeah, I think most women want to be married. So I don't think that's something that needs to be sold. To them, 
from what I'm hearing, most dudes is like very well, not not from what I'm told. From what I know, most dudes are very uh, ambivalent at ambivalent at best about marriage. Mm-hmm. So, sell to who needs to be sold to. Yeah. Find the benefit, market to the person who needs mm-hmm. to buy. Hey, bro, you want to live longer? You want? Hey, you want to make more money? <laughs> hey, you had me at money. Oh, you say I get, I get. How you say thirty to forty percent more if I'm married? Mm-hmm. All right, maybe I need to get this. Uh, you know, maybe I need, maybe I dismiss this a little too. You know what I'm saying? I could work a little hard. Somebody, I can get somebody. Mm-hmm. I could find somebody that that like me and I like them. That's fair. Okay, this is always from 2015. I was able okay. to find something, uh-huh. but. Research shows the increase in health, wealth, and happiness often associated with marriage are disproportionately experienced by men. Roughly two-thirds of divorces are initiated by women, and a study found that the tendency for women to initiate breakups is inherent specifically to marriages, not all male-female relationships. So that, to me, points Hmm. to the idea here that the these are old. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I I just know just based off the date of that that came out, you, that's not academically uh, sound yeah. research. That's too. This old. other one is from two thousand three. It says that marriage appears to be beneficial to women's health, but only when marital satisfaction is high. Yeah. Now I, that I, I've heard that's that one. the part I that, that I feel like is yes. is the key mm-hmm. because a woman being dissatisfied in marriage leads to divorce. Mm-hmm. A woman being dissatisfied in general has impacts on health and earning and all Mm -hmm. those things. In addition to the possibility of becoming parents as a part of your marriage Mm -hmm. and that having an impact on your career growth, right? Mm -hmm. Like if you got to sit down, be out of the workforce for however long, then your potential earnings Mm -hmm. aren't going to increase as rapidly as a man. Especially especially in comparison to like... Your peers, so like yeah. you, so you're you're a woman, you know, surgeon or what have you, you know. I'm saying you get pregnant, you 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 sit down, you know, you sit down for I don't know a year and a half, two or what, you know, whatever you you decide, you come back. The people that was on your same level, you graduated with, was on the same year as you, they 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 farther ahead, but you you behind a year and a half, and that just yeah. continue. That's just going to continue because even then you're not you're probably priority not your, your priority shift. You're not going to want to work as hard as you as you used to. And that's hard as your male counterparts are still going because you you your priorities is the kids. Well, I was, I'm, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I can understand how that impact that can impact satisfaction. Now I'm low key like, and I don't know if we've had this conversation before. How does marriage benefit women specifically? Uh, protection. Uh, both physical and psych- psychological and emotional. Like, a, if if the marriage is a source of strength for the woman, mm-hmm. I feel like ain't nothing that she can't do, nothing that she's not willing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once once the woman is 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 happy and satisfied, she's gonna turn around and wanna pour back into the family, which makes the family flourish even more. So I think um, I think it's kind of a cyclical, cyclical thing, but I think also believe and think. That a healthy relationship benefits women on just like a psychological, emotional level, like to the point where it's just like if a woman is not worried about stuff, I think it adds like at least five years to their lifespan on a low ski. Like everything bad that can happen to a woman can be made 
it can come faster. It can come faster, more potently, and last longer if they are stressed or or anxious or worried or some way. That's true. I mean, that might be true of all people, though. I, yeah, you mean true. anything that, like, health wise, that could yeah. happen to? Yeah, it's going to be much mm-hmm. worse if you have mm-hmm. any sort of uh, significant source of stress or anxiety, and it's consistent, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that's the other part. It's mm-hmm. like you may experience those things. Like in anything, right? There's going to be peaks and valleys. You may experience those things in your marriage, in your relationship. But if you have that high satisfaction, for the most part, mm-hmm. you're at a nice, smooth, easy road. Y'all are just coasting along and things are going well. And you're right. I think that that is a big benefit to your mental health if you don't have relationship stress on top of what all the other worldly stressors mm-hmm. that exist for us. Agreed. And I was going to... Add to that because I I was saying like why this is a benefit for women as opposed to being a benefit for everybody because you know everybody you know like you said stress and and uh, anxiety and stuff that and stuff impacts men and women but I, but I I was going to say or uh, add on to that women on average tend to to skew more no, towards neurotic so they tend to skew more towards the negative emotions mm-hmm. more often than men would be so. So how I'm hearing that is it means that like women tend to be more anxious, uh, more worried, more stressed at a higher clip than men are. Perhaps either uh, more often or the threshold is maybe might might be a little bit lower. Mm-hmm. So because of that, it's even more important that you know that we make sure that the women are not stressed because they, it can hit them harder or it can hit them at, at a, you know it might stress them. But if you as a dude, it's not you know it's not that that as big of a deal. So I think that plays into why it's specifically important for for women, or specifically um, beneficial to women when it comes to less anxiety, less stress, less mm. de- less depression. Fair. Mm-hmm. That was a short list of benefits, right? I mean, that's all we could think of. I was t- off the top, that's fair. Mm-hmm. I guess it also depends on what you value, like what's mm-hmm. important to you. I think to your point of like this marketing, the reason that it makes sense to speak to men about their potential earnings and the elevation that can happen in their life in that way, like you can be healthier, you can mm-hmm. live longer, mm-hmm. you have more money, is because those are things that are of value to men. You got lead, lead with, you got lead, the lead with the money. Like that's that needs to be the one number one on the list mm-hmm. of benefits. You will make more. You will make more because at the end of the and day, I'll spend more. So at, you really just gonna bring even sweetie. Yeah, but you but but you're gonna have it to spend, and it's better to have it to spend That's than true. not have it and still have to spend it. That's true because I will stress you that, out, sweetie. If we broke, yeah. If you want to stress, <laughs> yeah, that's stressful. <laughs> that is stressful right there. Not having the bread as a man, not having the bread because. I feel like the the bread is the foundation from which you build it. Everything is built. At least how men look at the situation. Mm. We need that. We needs that. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Oh, I'm just going to say that the benefits that men get, women can now also benefit from those same things. Because right now it's like men can benefit from money because uh, benefit financially because like you can you can work your way up and get better positions and stuff like that. The same thing can happen for a woman, you know, that who's out here, you know, working at working. It can absolutely work for women because 
technically, all the numbers bear out that women don't be asking for raises. Mm-hmm. They don't, they feel like eh, I don't want to inconvenience people. I, don't, I feel like I'm not worthy of it. Get a good man who care and, and support you. And really, hey, baby, like this is what this is what you worth. Like this is how we. This is how, this is how you do it. This is how I did it. This is this is how you could do. It. Mm-hmm. You go up in there, boom, boom, bang, boom. You come back out ten thousand dollars more more money. Babe, they they disrespecting you over here. They not doing you right over here. I I think you need to put in. I need you. To put, I think it's time for you to put an allocation over here. If you really care about this, they stressing you. You want to do this? They got you right here. Mm-hmm. I think I think you need to. They not need to. They not appreciating you. Like nah, you don't need to put up with that. I know you can go. You can make more doing less over here mm-hmm. or somewhere else. Maybe if I don't know exactly where, but I just know for sure in the market you can do it. And that can be that same thing. The same way that she said. She motivated her 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 man to for self improvement in that aspect. The same way a man can motivate their woman to do those do those same things. Mm-hmm. That's fair. It's possible. Mm-hmm. It's possible. I mean, yeah. I I before we got here, I was mm-hmm. still thinking about that idea of like marketing to people according to what it is that they value. And low key, I'm starting to think that like you know we talk we heard. The concept of this six 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 man, we've heard about uh, what women care about in regards to like who they want to be with and how that person should look, smell, behave, all those kind of things. What they can and can't set, what they can and can't celebrate, yeah, about their life. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry, we checking the order right now. Yeah, we're looking at our Instagram <laughs> yeah, orders. Like, hey, what's going on? Damn. Yeah. They couldn't find nothing. Yeah, they can, well, they can't find the vegetables. Damn. Sorry, real life can't came in right now. Yeah, gotta make sure we gotta make sure our groceries are good for the week. We gotta make sure we be able to eat. And also, since we're talking about it, y'all, everyone who's listening, I'm saying, have y'all? When's the last time y'all shop shop for uh, groceries? Do y'all still go to the store and, and buy? You know, pull up. Do y'all get it delivered? Have y'all considered getting it delivered? Because it cuts out a lot of time. It does. It saves you a lot of time, except when sometimes they don't the grocery store don't be having what you need and they be replacing it with boo boo shit. But uh that's not that's not too often. Just don't order on the weekends. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably cut this shorter. Okay. Maybe. This is interesting content. Maybe I'll get her to choose the veg- vegetable medley or vegetable low made. Low man or the sweet sriracha. Not interested. Yeah, sweet sriracha works. You know when I saw that, I thought it was a salad. Oh, 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 damn. Is that not what you're Yeah, I don't think it? so. It's it no, it was stir fry. Oh, stir fry. Okay. I yeah, think yeah, the sweet yeah. sriracha is fine. That might slap, actually. Dang, why is it just the one that we want? Which one are you trying to get? The teriyaki one. Uh, the teriyaki salmon. Damn. Sweet sriracha teriyaki salmon. Okay, cool beans. Cool beans. Wow. Ooh, I throw back to the nineties, early two thousands. They were sending it in too. I don't know when I was in school saying it. People, my teachers were like, "That's so nineties. It probably came out in the nineties, but you know, sometimes a good you were swing lasts lasts like a little little bit longer than usual. Like cool, been cool for by ten, fifteen, at least ten, fifteen That's true. years. Longer than that, yeah, longer than that. I think Cool just got replaced. What was it? What was the on Fleek or whatever? Uh, what replaced Cool? Has it been replaced? No. Can, can people still say Cool and it does and it doesn't date you? Like people look at you like that is. I, I think they so. don't say Cool once they say Cool, 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 Cool. Uh, okay. Cool, 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 bro. Cool. Uh, okay. Word. 
Bro, I think in dude, those give us lettuce. Mm, yeah, I did it, man. I'm a dude. You're so, yeah. a dude. Back to our regularly scheduled programming. Where were we? We were talking about values. Oh, and I was saying that mm. the the things that men get mm. ultimately do benefit women. So maybe that's why. And to your earlier point that women uh, traditionally want to be married. But this was the other thing that I was thinking about this. Women want to be married based off of often off of an ideal of a fantasy, mm. not necessarily based off of the full reality of marriage. That is also true. And so if a woman is getting into marriage expecting benefits <laughs> to her directly, not benefits and never thought about and, and never and never thought about Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, and never thought that like, oh, my benefits might be via proxy. Like my husband may earn more, my mm-hmm. husband may be healthier, whatever. And that in turn benefits me. If a woman enters into a marriage, like I'm gonna be healthy, I'm gonna be the best version of myself. She don't get that. She might be a little perturbed, and then mm-hmm. satisfaction lowers, and then sure divorce court. Yes, I agree with that. But I would imagine if you are in a good, healthy relationship, that that will happen. What? Like you get to become the best version, and you get to become a healthier you. Because if you come in, if you come into it already healthy, and you pick somebody who's also. Like healthy or willing to be like, oh, you, oh, you put like you, you're going to try to put him on. Be like, hey, I want you to be more healthy, and then they're going to grow, or maybe they live further along than you are. He's going to try to put you on healthier. You're gonna so it, you're going to get that. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I think the issue is you come, you coming into it thinking that are you, you're going to receive all of the benefits, whether that be by proxy or directly. You don't think that anything is going to be like. Expected of you know you come in thinking like I'm already where I'm need where I need to be. At worst, I'm going to help elevate my man's up to where he needs to be, which is where I'm at. Who think that? I I think subconsciously that's what a lot of like the, the woman that you go you said go into a relationship and it, like not knowing that the benefits can be and that's why they get dissatisfied and that's why and I think no I think sometimes that comes in they meet reality they think oh it's going to be like this. Like it's gonna be love, shower up, kid. Everything's gonna go smoothly for me. My man is just gonna get money for me. He's gonna do all these extra, all these things for me. It's gonna look good for the family. I'm gonna look great. And then they get into it, and then you can get those things, but not knowing that things are going to be demanded of you. You're gonna have to work. Mm. Like you're gonna get told that you need to elevate. You're, you're gonna mm. get told that you need to make these adjustments and changes for your man, mm-hmm. and that's and it's gonna be expected for you to do those things. And that may not, you know, match what you expected. Satisfaction lowers. Like what? Mm-hmm. What is? Uh, what? 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 Low, lower satisfaction, and they gone because they don't want to do it. That's mm-hmm. oh, babe. It definitely a monologue of me, me, me. What am I gonna get? Where do I stand to gain from this situation? And I don't. There's gains. There are definitely benefits, but it is work. I don't feel like I've ever heard someone say that marriage isn't work. Mm-hmm. And because it is a two person job, 
both people have to work. If you do all the work and I don't do anything but sit back and relax, Mm -hmm. we're not going to get very far. If I do all the work and you don't do anything but sit back and relax, we're not going to get very far. The only thing that we're going to get is farther apart, sweetie, because I'm going to be going in one direction and you're going to be standing still. Now, I'm going to look back. I'm going to be like, hey, come on. Like, this is where I think we're going. This is where I think makes the most sense. Like, let's try to make sure that we get there. But I can only look back for so long before I feel like I'm leaving you in the dust. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that also happens with women as well. They get with a dude. On paper, it looks great. They slack. They baby trying to, hey, I think you, I'm trying to, I'm trying to help you. I'm doing what any person in a in a healthy relationship who cares and is supportive is supposed to do to try and do it, but you not, but they still doing their stuff. And it's like, bro, like I I'm carrying you. Yeah. Like you're not holding up. Your end of the social contract. Like, mm-hmm. what's like, what you want me to do? All right, this ain't working out. I'm out. Yeah. I can carry you for a little bit, but I can't carry you forever. Right. right. Because that's what we're supposed to be able to lean on each other. Mm-hmm. But if you lean on me so much, I'm not going to be able to stand up no more. Mm-hmm. Then we both on the ground mm-hmm. looking pitiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I can lean on you. You can, I can lean on you. You can, you can lean on me. And as long as it's looking, and as as long as it's looking like you're trying to like be able to to carry your weight, we Gucci. I'll help you carry on. Karaoke minute, yo. All right, that's enough. That's enough. That's enough. That's enough. That's enough. enough. We might get copyrighted. That's true. And this voice too precious. Uh huh. Got it. Preserve it. Mm. Preserve it. <sighs> mm-hmm. But I agree with you, babe. Mm. I'm with you. We with each other. We together. You got anything else? No, I'm just saying. Uh, I agree <laughs> with the video. <laughs> yeah, I think there's. I think uh, some great points uh, that she had uh, about men being able to to elevate and do better if. If only because the weight of the responsibility of having a family. It's been spoken on uh, you know, before by other podcasters like Crew Season and things like that. Like when you have a family, when you have somebody that you are, people are depending on you in, in order to live a good life, it would motivate you to do the best that you possibly can to not be as complacent to to make sure that mm-hmm. needs are being met. So like, you can be complacent as long as you as long as you want. You can you can stick around on this shitty job and be mad and come home and you know do what do do whatever and just lay on the couch because it's just you. It, it's nobody there who's going to suffer because you not doing what doing something. Mm-hmm. And you can eat that. That's okay for wh- whatever. I mean I'm not I'm not saying it's, it's okay, but in the scheme of you hurting anybody else except for yourself you could do that but when you got a you got a wife when you got kids who is looking to you to to be able to eat to be able to do whatever you got to you got to go hard you got to go harder and i think that puts that puts a lot of pressure on men and then that be like okay i've been sitting here long enough i need a little bit more money this this position this became available i'm i'm pretty sure i can do that job i'm going to a very least i'm going to apply and then i'm gonna do that i, I want to get more money into the household i want to be able to take care of baby i want to make sure the kids is make sure the kids is good i don't want to not be able to do that mm-hmm. I, okay now hearing you say that i agree with it mm-hmm. but i'm curious if you feel like that switch c- kicks on when you only have a partner like pre-kids as dinks 
do you feel a responsible? Do you feel like I am dependent on you? Do you feel responsible for me in the way that you just described? No, no, but there, I do feel that responsibility. Like I want to be able to pull my weight. I want to be able to pull the pressure off of you if necessary. If 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 necessary, mm-hmm. um, I don't want to have to tell you no because I don't have the capability to do to provide it mm-hmm. for you. Like outside of like I'm literally unable. Like you say, hey, I need a job. I don't. I'm not a millionaire. It's nothing I can do. To to get the but if it's on something like oh I wanted to get my nails done I was like I can't get that for you because like I just decided not to get a promotion because I didn't I didn't feel like applying for it. Mm-hmm. That's just me. I'm not saying you ain't nothing if you if if that's your life or something. I'm just saying like for me, nah. I I feel I have a lifestyle that I want to be able to have and maintain that I envision for us and then for us with kids that I want to be able to meet. And I want to make sure I, I do that. I want to do everything in my power to, to, to meet that. When I was single, I still had that, that vision now, but I was very, I was damn near, I was there. I had, I was within my vision that I had for myself. I was living well. I was be able to travel how I want. What it was, it was, it was a sweet situation for me. So, so even though I knew that I can't, I could move on and do some other things that, that would probably give me more money it was real easy. Everything it was, you know, I was in Israel routine. I, I knew it back and forth. I could, you know, I can, I can move things around how I wanted to. I had, I was able to set up my life and my schedule how I wanted to. Um, so, I, and I was willing to just go about doing that. But once I could, you know, that was you, the pressure got going there. Still, I was kind of still dragging my feet, but I, I was like, okay, I need to, I need to start working on this now. Mm. And then you helped as well. Yeah. I feel that. I definitely feel not the same sense of responsibility. I don't know. I feel I recognize that I am a contributing member of this household and I am responsible for contributing. So I don't feel like you're dependent upon me, I guess. And that was a part, the word that I was like, I don't know if I feel like you're dependent upon me, but I do know that you have an expectation for me to meet the responsibilities, meet my portion of the responsibility. So you're dependent on me to meet my responsibility. Right. And Mm -hmm. there is trust there. There Mm -hmm. is trust that is built there and continuously kind of validated by me showing up Mm -hmm. and meeting my responsibilities. So times where I'm like, I don't want to be responsible for anything. Mm -hmm. I don't want to do shit. I don't want to work. I don't want to do anything. I'm like, that's not an option. Like that's not no longer an option for me to just be able to be like, okay, if I don't want to, I won't. And not that I, I, I think that that pressure would feel different if I was a single person because literally all of my lifestyle would mm-hmm. depend upon me and my income. And I've felt that before. Like, I really don't want to continue doing this, but now I have bills, I have responsibilities. Mm-hmm. But now I feel it in a different way of like, my choices are not just going to impact me. If I make a choice to do something just based off of a feeling or, you know, that is short-sighted, it is going to have an impact on you and an impact on our lifestyle. And that impact could be much longer than the short-sighted decision that I wanted to make. So I feel that definitely feel like, okay, this is, this is the long game. Now it's not just about where Mm -hmm. we're at right now or how I'm going to feel in a couple of months. This is like, 
where do we want to be in five years from now? And how are we laying the foundation for that right now today? How are we making decisions that reflect our values? How are we making decisions that contribute to the lifestyle that we want to have, the family that we want to have, and the legacy that we want to leave? Those are the types of decisions that we have to make. It's not just like, Agreed. I don't want to work no more. And I think that practicality is one of the reasons that I love you. Like recognizing that, like, I know you don't want to work. I don't fucking want to work either. Ain't nobody really want to work their job for real like that. Like if they had the option, if someone said, hey, if you can work less hours at your job and make the same amount of money, would you take it? I don't know anyone on earth who wouldn't take that, who wouldn't yeah. take that deal. So, so I think, the, but the, the the adult thing is to be like, yeah, I know I don't want to work, but I got to do this shit because it, I just, it just, I can't, you can't not do it. It's just not what it is. Um, and you can work to try to and try to figure out, but to be in a position where you can just be like, I'm not working no more, but my life is still the same. Is yeah. like where where do they do that at? Like that is a privilege of of godly <laughs> like ability, like and and that is a that is a benefit that women receive that men do never would never never have met. boys only young boys have that. Can't, like that makes sense for like I don't want to work I ain't got to work type type and I say young boys mm. but if you black probably never on a low like mm. once you get like once you can turn sixteen you get a job it's expected you you at least paying for your gas or something mm-hmm. so yeah men don't have the option of being like ah uh, like the, the I wish one day like I can just I'm just I'm just trying to find me a good woman and I can that who's who's making good money. And who can and who can you know who can support and you know I fall in love with them and I I won't be able to work I won't I won't have to work I can quit this job because I hate working I hate having to make these decisions and do all these I just want to I want some I want somebody who I love and trust to go ahead and, to be, and have the ability to take that from me that sound me hearing me say that how that sound to you well it sounds like a sweet life to me a sweet gig yeah, if you okay. can get it. <laughs> If, if you can get if you it, get it. If, if you taking, get it, if they're taking couples, we could just go ahead and apply, and then me and you can just we already love each other. We right. just gotta basically we need to be adult children because that sounds like a parent to me, someone that I love and trust. Find, find, find like a like a old billionaire who who never had mm-hmm. any children, and we just fill in that role for them, mm-hmm. and then in return they just pay for, for, our, our, life for our lifestyle until they die, and then we go, and then we got to go back and mm-hmm. find another, no. find somebody else. They're going to leave, leave us in the will. Oh, okay. We are accepting applications for sugar parents. You, Damn, it's not I a never daddy heard of that or one. a mom. Like, yo, you think that's a sugar out? parent? You think that's a thing? I, on the low, I kind of think that's happening right now, but it's not. But it's it's not big enough for it to like bubble it up for us to really hear about it. You know what I'm saying? I think I don't know. You might hear about that in the next within the next fifty years. Might be all these a few of these millennials who aren't having kids who maybe want the feeling of like okay, I still want some companionship, some relationship, like a parent child relationship. Sugar parent. We are. We are tangent. We are. That that was a bit of a. We are. We about to. And we we still on it. We we going. We going further. We're we're sorry. Not really. I saw a video. I don't remember when it was. But uh, I uh, I remember I think we, I discussed it amongst the boys in the in the group chat. It was a, it's a dude in Japan whose job is to like be your friend for a prof- like professionally. Like he he'll show up, he'll like go to have lunch with you. You know, what I'm saying he just posts up next to you, just just chilling. He makes like three hundred k a year, some something wild like that, doing that. And he, business is booming for him. <laughs> 
This is people just hiring him for like a you know just for like an hour just to, just to hang out, and he and he don't pay for he don't pay for none of the meal, none of the drinks. Mm. They pay for like everything it takes for, about you just. So he's like a he's a he's a platonic sugar baby. Damn, I was like yo, because this loneliness thing is real. Nigga. It Motherfuckers is, is lon- lonely right now. It's Damn. it's not gonna get better. It's gonna, like you're gonna be lonely until you know what I mean. <laughs> Like like loneliness, loneliness isn't like a like a common cold. Like you like you just get hit. Like, you I'm, cure it. I'm lonely, and then you, your your immune system builds up, and then you're no longer you're you're no longer affected by that strain of loneliness. No, like you're gonna be lonely until you're not. But if you don't ever, you know, if you don't ever find community with somebody, you'll continue to be lonely, and that you know you won't get more money and all that. You still be like, damn. Yeah, we're taking applications. <laughs> Sugar parents apply at the. Well, actually, we're not taking applications. We are looking to apply because we're not lonely. We're we're trying to apply for somebody who is lonely, so we can take. Oh care yeah, of our yeah. So yeah, so we're looking for some people who are taking applications. Sugar parents, sugar parents, hit us up. Yeah, sugar grandparents. Yeah. However, because a grandparent now they spoil you. Yeah, sure. If they like you. Yeah, we're we're favorite. What if they hire you just so, so they can treat you like. The grandkid that they they don't, they, they don't like they yeah. treat you like the redheaded stepchild. Hire me to treat me mean. Yeah. No. You probably have a better shot of getting getting that job than the job where we're just going to treat you well. Is this a mean? I don't want those. Yeah. Jobs. And also, it's, it sucks that that that's a saying. That's a thing. Get treated like a redheaded stepchild. I was like, damn, that's cold blooded, boy. People really didn't like redhead. Don't like redhead. I know. Damn. Mm-hmm. What did they do? Mm-hmm. No, I'm saying I'm not victim blaming. <laughs> yeah. So, how do we get out here? I don't know, but I think it's time to wrap, to wrap it, it up. up. But yeah, long story short, B and A. We're in one twelve, where the players dwell. Oh yeah, we are episode one twelve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, the moral of the story is: find yourself in a healthy relationship. Oh. Find yourself within a, in in a, in a healthy relationship, and watch your life get better. Yep. I'm two years younger than what I really am. All thanks to Brandon. Damn. So should, should I be reevaluating? Because I'm six years older. Yeah. But I don't. I'm pretty sure that has nothing to do with our relationship at all. No. We eat the same thing. Yeah. We work out the same yeah. amount. Uh-huh. It's just your body is different from mine. Yeah, that. And you know, I, I'm, I'm a. Uh, I'm still a recovering, fat person. Not recovery. Yeah, I'm, I'm still in the process of treatment. <laughs> That's true. You, you haven't had your five years of fitness. Yeah, no. Speaking of five years of fitness, is you got to be fit for five years for your body locks it in. Yeah, before you lock like, it in. As the like the new as the new standard. Mm-mm, it hasn't happened for me yet. Yeah. So I'm working. I'm still working towards it. So that's why the numbers are looking like they are. But it's, don't worry. Now, so I'm gonna get there one workout at a time, and well, and also diet, but mostly do working out. The diet is, is straight. It's decent. Yeah, and also you already have longevity on your side. I do. People I in do. your family smoke yeah. cigarettes, yeah. not yeah. crackers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> People in your family smoke cigarettes. They still be kicking. They was until they literally couldn't. Until they got a condition where that's the thing that was going to literally kill if you have no, you have one more. You're yeah. not going to stop, stop breathing. But um, they was kicking. They still alive. You're still kicking, boy. Yeah, got longevity. So. Yeah, I need these two years, okay? People be kicking the bucket early on this side, so I needed these two years to help me hold on. That's what you see, how we found each other. You got what I need. Complimentary. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
All right, y'all. We're going to wrap it up here. We appreciate y'all tuning in to another episode of the Buffet Podcast with your luxurious host, Brandon and Siandra. And if you haven't already, go ahead and like and subscribe. We're trying to get to 200. I probably should have said this at the beginning, but we're trying to get to 200 Mm -hmm. uh, subscribers by end of February. Okay. I'm just throwing it out there. I mean, I'm trying to manifest it. So let's get there. Uh, We love y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. Happy New Year once again. I hope it's off to a great start. Yeah. More blessings, more life, more energy, more passion, more power, more love. All of 2024. Peace.